0: dream and an air radio
1: everybody to the one and only Extreme Anime Radio podcast. It is the first podcast of December for us. And as you can see, if you're watching us on Spotify video or on YouTube, uh, we're a little bit of a festive mood going on. I'm JR and he is Neff.
0: Hello, sir. Hello. Notice you've got the sweet stuff. I just stick with the tree.
1: Actually, I was going to go for something like more of a tree, but then uh, I realized, you know, with the shirt I'm wearing today, you probably wouldn't see anything other than my head.
0: Oops, that would be a problem.
1: Yes. (laughs) Just a a
0: small one.
1: I would turn into the Jackbox head, you know?
0: Great. Cookie Masterson at your service.
1: (laughs) Well, we'd like to thank everybody for their patience. Uh, last week, I was on a little bit of a trip out to Pennsylvania with my folks. Um, we, it was a little bit of a Christmas-themed trip, so we did some shopping. I got some new soaps, including the, the wonderful candy apple-smelling soap for the bathroom <laughs> to okay. wash the hands with.
0: Hey, I mean, I, I don't judge. I just go, if it cleans my hands and it doesn't leave me feeling like I've, you know, walked into a hairdryer and, you know, stay there for a year, <laughs> I'm, I'm good.
1: Yeah. But uh, we also went to a Christmas village, Kozar's Christmas Village. Very, very highly rated. And uh, it's a barn, which is decorated into a Christmas village all one way. So you follow a path all the way around the property. And there are places you can stop to get snacks and drinks Mm -hmm. and stuff, which is pretty cool. Um, Christmas songs blasting all over the place. And then we saw a Christmas show at the American Music Theater in Lancaster, which is very, very, very good. Especially if you're into Christmas, there's a lot of Christmas in this show. So... Um, I know Christmas is not just the only holiday these days, but uh, if you're into that aspect, then I would highly recommend these two locations on your next trip out to Catskill slash Dutch country, if you will.
0: Okay, when you said Kozar, unfortunately my mind flashed back to a certain NFL quarterback of some semi-ill repute. So it's like, oh, dear, you know you have sports ball in the brain when?
1: <laughs> uh, well, speaking of NFL, you've got to be very happy with your team lately. The Bills are on a roll since uh, that tough overtime loss about a month
0: ago. Except we're losing players at a rate that's getting kind of scary. Oh, We lose Von Miller now to a verified ACL tear, anterior cruciate ligament, for those of you who don't know the acronym. Let's just say he's had the surgery. He ain't coming back the rest of the year. Mm. There's no way. So he might be ready for training camp next August. Mm. So in the meantime, everybody's saying, well, it's not the end of the world. And it's not. It's only one player. Although he does lead by example, i.e. opposing quarterback Steve Von Miller, and go, oh, hell, I just saw my life flash before my eyes.
1: <laughs>
0: Although it is completely legal hits, so it's not as if, you know, he tries to decapitate, as some players do, right. you know, including one who's been apparently signed by another team, uh, Mr. Nindamakan Sue, who, uh, as we know, has a penchant for... You know, putting his foot down on
1: players. (laughs) Literally. When he was with the Lions, right?
0: And with Miami, he did the same thing. Oh. Yeah, so it's like, dude, you're wearing cleats. Dude, you're 300 pounds. Dude, that's going to (laughs) hurt. Then, of course, we have the L.A. Rams, who are so injury-ravaged at quarterback now, they had to sign a QB that was cut by his former team i am speaking of course of (laughs) he i I am speaking of course of baker mayfield he of the progressive uh uh insurance commercials and i'm going okay now knowing how bad the la rams offensive line is in protecting their quarterback see matthew stafford getting splattered uh i'm going okay you've now fallen from you've got you know commercials on tv to you're about to get crushed.
1: <laughs>
0: you might get paid, but you're gonna get crushed.
1: We have uh, we have uh, Flax uh, resubscribing at tier three. We have a tier three subscription now. That's like the highest tier.
0: Okay, what does tier three actually get you? Because I don't know. I, I mean, know. I, 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 I'll be honest, I have no clue. I think
1: this I think this has to be our first tier three. Let's see. uh, Twitch, tier three.
0: Uh, Okay. Well, we always appreciate the support, because remember, although we do this as a labor of love, you know, there's a cost to the labor. Exactly. (laughs) No. It's not like, you know, Josh Allen, the quarterback for New York, who, you know, gets Gillette Razor ads, which played... During last Thursday's game, which was held at Gillette Stadium, (laughs) the home of the Patriots. As they were, you know, dismantling the Patriots into little tiny
1: pieces.
0: (laughs) So it's like, ooh. That's like the ultimate burn.
1: Now they've got one more game against them at the end of the season, right?
0: Right. Now hopefully... It doesn't mean anything, so a Buffalo can rest their players before the playoffs. Right. Now, if they do have the number one seed by that time, they may, may not worry as much because, of course, nothing beats the dopamine rush of beating New England and Darth Hoody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so a lot to look forward to as uh, we have NFL winding down. College football winding down only about a month or so until uh, the national championships and the playoffs and all that. And then, of course, we have the FIFA World Cup. Uh, my condolences uh, to Switzerland uh, for not making it out of the pool.
0: Well, okay.
1: Wait, they did make yeah. it out of the pool. They, they, they lost, didn't they?
0: Okay. Like the Americans, they got out of the <laughs> pool and into the group of 16. Also, like the Americans, they lost. Unlike the Americans, however, they got completely Switzerland got completely destroyed. What is completely destroyed in, in soccer slash football? Six to one. Uh huh. Six to one. I mean, that is the equivalent in hockey of something like a ten to one score.
1: Okay. It just
0: you know, complete utter domination. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I said I said I think to you off air that after the second goal, Switzerland just deflated. Hmm. because they knew they were not going to be able to score two goals to tie, let alone three goals to take the lead against Portugal. Hmm. And seeing Ronaldo there with a smile on his face made me want to hit him with my Matterhorn <laughs> until he made squishy noises or yodeled, whichever came first.
1: Hmm. I, uh, I, Liz is saying that my mic's a little low, so I raised it back up to normal, Liz. Let me know how that sounds. But, yes, my favorite part of... Uh, Switzerland's last game. I sent you a picture of this, Neff. I look at the Spanish feed because, you know, me of Hispanic descent, uh, it's a lot more entertaining. And I'm sure even if you're not of Hispanic descent and can't understand what they're saying, I think you would agree that the Spanish feed is more entertaining than the English feed.
0: Well, I'll say this. The actual English feed. Uh Uh-huh with the with English commentators can be hilarious because mm. the English have this weird sense of humor mm. that they just say things and you're just going blink, blink. Let me rewind that and see if it actually sounded as weird as it sounded to me.
1: <laughs>
0: now, I missed that during the Canadian games because the Canadian rights holder decided... We're not going to use the English commentators. No, no, no. Yeah. We have our own Canadian commentators yeah. we're going to use, and they were basically calling it off a monitor, from what I understand. <laughs> but I'm just going. Uh, yeah. I wanted to hear the. Eng- I want to hear the English make fun of the Canadians because they would. <laughs> they were like, oh, look at the little colonial Canadians. You know, they've made it as far as this, and they're about to get you know fed their heads, mm-hmm. which is what actually happened after that first goal in that first game, where you're like. Oh, there's promise, which turned to ash.
1: (laughs) But, uh, no, I was about to say, I don't know if this is the fault of the Spanish feed, or maybe just the FIFA feed screwed this up. Um, The national anthems were sung, and they sing the national anthem of Switzerland, which is Schweizer Psalm. Is that correct?
0: I think that's correct, yes.
1: Okay. So, if you look at the graphics, it says... What does it say, Nev?
0: I, I can't even remember. It was it was so out there. I was like, "What?"
1: Schweizer Slam, P S L A
0: M. It's like, whoopsie! Somebody <laughs> in the graphics department, you know, is getting you know their knuckles wrapped. I'm sure.
1: Or the Schweizer slammed.
0: Whoa! <laughs> that might in- that might involve an, a hospital visit. I got news for you. <laughs> But uh, no, uh, looking forward to England, France. For me, that's the kind of the big game for me to watch. Well, that's definitely the match that's gonna, of this of this round that's going to be the big one because, of course, the English and French have a history. Mm-hmm. Especially if you've taken history classes, they <laughs> have a history. Sort of like when England and Germany meet in the World Cup, it's like, oh dear. <laughs>
1: Well, this is Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. As per usual, we'd like to remind you about the various ways you can listen and hear us. So if you're watching us right now on Spotify Video or YouTube or Twitch, uh, be sure to listen to us on the go wherever you are by going to anchor.fm forward slash anime radio or your favorite podcasting platform. Just search for the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. And conversely, if you're listening to us, again, Twitch keeps our podcast video up for a few weeks. You can also watch us on uh, YouTube. We're putting all the podcasts on YouTube now, starting with this season, and also on Spotify video. They'll be there as well. Kaldith uh, is saying, unfortunate Japan got knocked out. Uh, they got eliminated in the uh, round uh, of uh, 16 by Croatia on penalty kicks. And my, my dad is up in arms that Soccer has something called penalty kicks in general.
0: Well, to be fair, what other way is there to end? It's like it's like with hockey. If they didn't have the shootout, yeah, it could go on forever. Right. And unless it's the playoffs, there are, you know are plane schedules and TV contracts to live up to. So they say, okay, we have to end the game. This is how we're going to do it. Right.
1: Funny, you and guys in the, case, in the regular season. End with a shootout, and if when you go to the playoffs, you do golden goal. It's different in well, yeah, soccer but, when you now here in the knockout stage, and they do penalty kicks.
0: Now, I don't think they're going to resort to penalty kicks if it gets to the final, like the final game. I think they would play until you know there'd be a score. I don't but think so, because I, thi- I would go, wait a minute, you would not want the final to be resolved on penalty kicks. That that would oh. just
1: now, I remember, I, th- I would think back in the 90s or something, they experimented with the golden goal. And
0: mm-hmm. that was
1: like a sudden death.
0: Yeah, I mean, personally, I'm a fan of the golden goal. Like, mm. you know, you score, it's done. Yeah. That's why with the NFL and their overtime rules, I don't like it. Because I'm like, okay, if you can get a touchdown, it should be done. Right. Right but no they said no in the interest of fair play and, and again this is from a person whose team got actually screwed by those by those same rules
1: mm.
0: you know basically had a lead 13 seconds to go lost that lead end up in overtime mm. and then you know the other team scores a touchdown and you know yeah. they went uh, their playoffs but I, I, i'm of the opinion look you want to finish it finish it right you yeah. know to quote, to quote that famous video game phrase, "Finish him." <laughs> so, but you know, in the interest of fair play, we give everybody a chance. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you know, eventually, it's going to learn in, it's going to lean into. Does anybody have to win? Right,
1: right. But mm. no. Um, something I wanted to talk to you about, Neff, is uh, passing within the past week. Of a legendary actor, legendary singer. He was a pop star in Japan in the mid-1960s, which was one of his uh, claims to fame. Oh, and then he was also an actor on Sesame Street.
0: Ah, uh, yes, Mr. Bob McGrath. Correct. Yes, I I was trying to remember, was it McGrath? I'm trying to remember the pronunciation. That was my problem. Mm -hmm. Now, as someone who grew up pretty much when Sesame Street started, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: he was pretty much a fixture already at that point and and was a fixture for decades after that. And, of course, we all know when we used to have a music station, we would always play a particular song that he sang around this time of year.
1: Keep Christmas with you all through the year.
0: Exactly. And I don't know if that's on Spotify, but if it is, go find it. because Or Apple Music or whichever music platform you prefer, because it is a very touching song and a very telling song.
1: Oh, yes. Um, yeah. And if not, then you can go to HBO Max and watch Christmas Eve on Sesame Street, I think is what it's called. It was the... It was the um, the feature from the late 1970s, um, and uh, Bob sings the song there in that uh, special.
0: Mm. Now I don't know what the I don't know what that would be in Canada because of course the streaming rights in Canada are completely messed up. Mm. In fact, the major uh, stream rights ho- streaming rights holder Bell Media mm-hmm. has actually lost a big chunk of their library because. They had an agreement with Showtime, which, of course, falls under the Paramount umbrella, which Paramount has declined to renew Mm. because they're now pushing Paramount Plus in Canada. Right, right. So it's like, when it comes to streaming in Canada, who the bleep knows? Yeah. Um, But no, going
1: back to Bob and his uh, little bit of time in Japan... Um, He was born in Illinois Eventually moved to Teaneck, New Jersey Right in my neck of the woods almost And uh, he was on this uh, singing program called Sing Along with Mitch Very popular in the early 1960s And uh, he went to Japan, did some shows And the Japanese people loved him And then he went back Did some more shows around Japan And also did some recordings, which were bestsellers in Japan. And apparently one of uh, his famous songs in Japan was singing Oh Danny Boy in Japanese. And apparently the Japanese people, according to an interview that they did with him, uh, I think it was on um, I've Got a Secret, was that the Japanese were quite moved when uh, when he sung it.
0: Hmm, I did not know that. I wonder if that's available on any domestic uh, audio platform. It is?
1: uh, Actually, it's on YouTube, because I was going to post something on our Discord about Bob McGrath, but Beta beat me to the punch. Um, So we had a little discussion about it, and it's in the Japan newsroom section of our Discord. Um, He posts a link, I think, to I've Got a Secret which was the one uh, that he did with uh, Steve Allen. And then he is on To Tell the Truth with Bud Collier. And the, the panelists have to decide who is the real Bob McGrath. And, well, I don't want to give it away. You have to look at it. But then he does sing snippets, quick snippets, of the songs that he sings in, uh, in Japan and in Japanese, including Danny Boy.
0: That is a very interesting factoid. I did not know.
1: Yeah. And then after his stint in Japan, he moved to Sesame Street.
0: Well, he became, you know, a part of the neighborhood. Oh, yes. One of his neighbors lived in a garbage can, which is probably a step (laughs) down from living in Japan. Actually, a large step down. But let's not go there.
1: (laughs) But in all seriousness, Bob McGrath um, is going to be well missed. Uh, somebody I think we all grew up with. Uh, wonderful singer, wonderful storyteller as well. And um, something I wanted to um, tie a ribbon around Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. So I grew up watching this special as a kid. And there was a sequence in the beginning, um, I guess, uh, that had some of the... Ice skaters from the Sesame Street Christmas uh, ice skating show in the late 1970s. And they filmed the opening parts on a rink and everything. So there's a part where Big Bird is kind of learning how to skate. And then he's skating with this nice girl. And he's learning and practicing. And all of a sudden, they cut into Jose Feliciano's Feliz Navidad. And it's a very poignant part of the uh, of the special, I might add. Then, of course, when you watch it on HBO Max, you're like, where's Feliz Navidad? They edit the whole thing out, presumably due to copyright reasons. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's the problem with older, older media, because copyrights, like the, the licensing rights, you know, fade away after time. Right. They don't get renewed, or... The rights holder says, "No, I want this much more money," and you know they're like, "No, we're not going to do that." So, hmm. sad that something like that had to happen.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's something that will always happen. With you know, as they reevaluate things that are kind of old and whatnot. Hmm. Um. I have been looking at some of the news from Japan. Oh, the uh. The International Olympic Committee is delaying the announcement of the uh who's going to get the ne- the next winter olympics after, you know, the, what's already been established, 2030. Remember what we said about the 2030 Olympics in the past enough?
0: Oh yeah, because there's a slight odor around the Japanese
1: bid <laughs> or the Japanese Olympic Committee in general.
0: Mm. Yeah, sort of like you know, week-old sushi left out in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess if you're angry, you
1: could just uh, pour milk in, inside a Japanese train station and get arrested, which is apparently what happened recently.
0: Okay. If that's all it takes to get arrested in Japan, <laughs> that says something. Because if you poured milk... You know, in my neck of the woods, in a train station? Yeah. they just be going, okay, clean up on all three. Yes. <laughs> so, hmm.
1: But apparently, uh, I want to say, uh, yes, in, in Aichi, uh, at the train station, uh, this is according to of News 24, um, a middle-aged man decided to take uh coffee milk and uh you know Neff. when you go through you've been to japan before you know when you walk through the the ticket gates and you put the ticket into the the wickets yeah. mm-hmm. okay so the man poured it into that space where you
0: put the tickets which because most of that's Electronics now probably resulted in a bit of a mess.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yes, he was arrested for vandalism. And his quote to the police was, I did it by accident.
0: Okay, let me figure. Okay, so you open the coffee milk. Okay, let's assume, you know, open. You wander through the turnstile. And you accidentally do this? No. No, 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 no. My BS meter. Ping, 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 ping. <laughs> no. 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 That is a gentleman who apparently who may have had a bad experience with one of those turnstiles and I think decided to take revenge. <laughs> Uh, There are reports that, you know,
1: in in the years ahead, uh, the tickets will be a thing of the past, and uh, they'll have everybody uh, tapping their IC smart cards to get in and take trips all over the country. Or like uh, one of the bullet train lines is doing now, you can buy a ticket through the website and get a QR code on your phone and scan the QR code to go through.
0: Well, I mean, that makes a lot more sense. There's a lot less, you know, that you have to worry about. It's just a matter of, you know, show your phone or whatever just to get in in through that as opposed to, you know, print ticket, you know, put ticket in machine then have to verify at the end of the day. Okay, we have X number of tickets for X number of people going through. Yeah, I could see the advantages.
1: And uh, you can even, uh, if you have an iPhone or Android phone that takes smart payments, you can use that to tap your way onto the train. I saw a video um, when I had some downtime today. uh, A lot of these travel blogs I subscribe to on uh, YouTube from people who who are Japanese, live in Japan, and go around, take domestic trips. This guy um, loads the... boarding pass for his flight on Japan Airlines onto his phone, and he taps his phone onto the gate to go in to the plane.
0: Okay. Now, technically, okay, technically, I can do that with my phone, with the airline I use, Scare Canada. (laughs) But oddly enough, because I need extra services, they still have to print out the Paper ticket <laughs> i'm going why can you not just program it to say yes this passenger need a, needs assistance mm-hmm. on the qr code to me that seems reasonably simple right. as opposed to let's just put a ticket that says special services required on it
1: right we have to do it the hard so, way
0: exactly and, I mean, I see all these other people, you know, they, they wander up to the gate. They just show their phone. Agent, you know, scans it with the, the thing, and away they go. Me, they have to look at the thing, look at the thing. Th- but, you know, such is life.
1: Bree says I do that sometimes when I fly. Well, I do. I load up the boarding pass on my phone with the QR code. But this guy, um, it's almost like tap, tapping his phone almost like an IC card. The uh, just uh, the NF um, the near field uh, technology, how 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 it also works with an IC card. That's how he got into the plane.
0: I mean, like I said, it, it, to me it seems that that's a much simpler way to go because right. by the time you've gotten to that point, you've had your ID checked, so your passport's already been verified. Mm-hmm. So it should simply be a matter of tap and go, right? right? Mm -hmm. But Apparently in some cases Tap and go just doesn't quite work As intended
1: Kind of like in the United States Where if you're flying into the US There's you know extra layers Of security we gotta go through So
0: Ah yes my three favorite Letters in the English alphabet When strung together in that way (laughs) T-S-A
1: Or if there's anything that
0: can, or if there's anything that can turn me into a Grinch, it's that organization. Thank you very much. <laughs> We've
1: spoken about that quite a time.
0: Mm. Yes, and again with my most recent, and again this was the outgoing flight from the U.S., where I kept saying to myself, "Going, wait a minute, you should <laughs> want me to go. Don't make it difficult for me to leave. If anything, mm-hmm. make it more difficult for me to come in. <laughs> you know."
1: Um, let's talk a little bit, enough about, uh, what you're watching, uh, these days in the anime and manga
0: universe. Well, I just finished Oh Those Hanazono Twins. Mm -hmm. Turns out it only was seven volumes, the last volume of which was released last week. So I bought it and I had a chance to read it. And oddly enough, I thought from the start of the volume that you were going to get the ending that pleased nobody. Because it actually set up that way. Mm. But then at the end, and I'm going going—I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm going, okay, I can see this ending. Okay, I'm quite happy with it. It, it, it actually wasn't bad. Mm. Short series, as I said, seven volumes. We'll never have an anime made of it because it's, to be honest, I think a too predictable plot in points. But... Mm again if you have the if you have the wherewithal it's available on the amazon uh kindle library so you can uh, down, uh buy it through amazon i would definitely recommend it jinks, you know some mild fan service but generally a decent story all right i uh... um let's see what i you know what i've been trying to watch anime but unfortunately with the world cup it's like <laughs> Whatever matches play during the afternoon that I can actually record over the air as soon as I come home from work. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And then, you know, after that, it's like, you know, ice hockey time. And so, yeah. and then it's bedtime after that. Yeah.
1: Uh, me, I'm in kind of the Christmas spirit. So I've been starting to watch some Christmas shows. Um, I watched Miracle on 34th Street uh, a few days ago. Uh, the old mm. version, which is very nice. And um the other night, uh, I watched with Brie two Christmas shows that I grew up watching as a kid. And I've told a few people this. When I was a kid, I want to say it was around mid to late 1980s, around when this happened. My sister would take, um, you know, very popular technology there, a VHS tape. And one year, she put in this VHS tape and recorded off of TV all these wonderful Christmas shows. Miracle on 34th Street, some stop-motion animated features, which uh, we've explained before. A lot of those were made in Japan. Uh, Have you watched the S-movie during Christmas? No, I know there's a theme, there's a Christmas theme in that movie, but uh, I don't know if that's something I'll watch, maybe, who knows. Uh, But I'm talking about way back in the day now. Uh, So, we recorded a few things, and I wanted to go through a list and see, you know, what I could watch easily from that original tape that we recorded 35 plus years ago. Um, So... Two things that were on the list were a chipmunk Christmas and the Smurf's Christmas special <laughs> so oh dear, apparently you can find both of them on YouTube through an unofficial and an official channel respectively. mm.
0: I'm not surprised that at least one of them would have an official channel, which actually reminds me that, you know, I should start setting up my Christmas anime watch list Mm. because I have now a catalog of about, I'd say roughly about six, seven hours of stuff. From the from the stuff that's actually blatantly Christmas related, nice. for example, Lupin the Third TV series season two, right. w- which is now on high dive exclusively, mm. uh, Christmas at Tiffany's, and the Slight Before Christmas. The Slight Before Christmas being first, and the Slight Before Christmas is this typical Lupin, you know, heist that goes horribly wrong at the last possible minute for Lupin. <laughs> So if you've ever seen the episode, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you don't, I'm not going to spoiler it. Get yourself high dive and watch them because they are fun episodes. And then there's Toradora, the three-episode arc during the Christmas season, which is basically you watch that, and that is where the character growth like, literally explodes Right, right. for Taiga Asuka. Mm-hmm. And let's see. What else off the top of my head? Mm. And then, of course, there are the ones where it's like, a random Christmas episode here or there, or one of the ones I hate watch because it's so bad, My Santa, because it's made uh, under the auspices of Ken Akamatsu. He of Love Hina fame mm. and Nagima. And that one is basically, I don't even think it's available on streaming. I actually have the DVD because I bought it because, mm. you know, I wanted to watch it. Right. And then I realized it's so schmaltzy and bad. <laughs> yeah. This is the hate watch for Christmas, Christmas special for me. <laughs> then, of course, there's the Love Hina Christmas special, which hits all the notes, but, of course, you know, has that typical Love Hina stuff going on where it's just like, mm-hmm. right, Keitaro ashima the universe's punching bag. Literally.
1: We have, uh let's see, Flax is saying Vandred season one. Ah oh, man, Vandred is a old one, but I think there's an early episode that's Christmas related there. Tenchi the Tenchi movie too. Tenchi Muyo, uh,
0: Kaldath? That, that's the I'm only Tenchi that's... I can think of. I'm guessing that's what he's referring to. I mean the only other uh. the only other one that I really always watch is from Ayorioshi, the second season. It's a special Miyuki, Deep uh, Snow. Oh, yeah, I think I remember that. Yes. Where Aoi Sakuraba somehow shows up dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> and if that doesn't break your – if you know the series, you know why that breaks your brain. If you don't know the series, just watching the insanity is like, okay. It's fun, but it's just like, watching it and reasoning. you know, mm. like the Christmas spirit. That's At
1: why tomorrow. it's an
0: OVA. Exactly. <laughs> Basically, you know, they take the entire universe, rip it apart, and put it together in this – for this Christmas theme. All right. Tokyo Godfathers.
1: That, that's also a good one. That's a classic.
0: And then, of course, there's the uh, episodes during Cat Planet Cuties. Which is sort of, again, it's the theme, the theme is there. The Christmas theme is there. And it's just you watch this and you just go, okay. Again, Isobi ikun, ikun, Ikuno
1: is oh, so the original Japanese. Yeah.
0: Yeah, is the original Japanese name, which of course Funimation translated to you know, uh, my cat planet cuties. Yeah, the literal English translation is "Let's Play." Right. So. Okay. I'm not going to quibble too much because you know, cat planet cuties does kind of fit. But anyway, <laughs> hey. uh, and then of course there are the couple of um, American uh, Christmas-themed episodes that I will watch every Christmas and with the passing of one of the voice actors in them, I think it's more poignant than ever. Two episodes of Batman the Animated Series. The first one, Christmas with the Joker, which takes the typical North American Christmas special and utterly destroys it, thanks to the Clown Prince of Crime, the Joker himself. Wow. The second one is Gotham Knights. This was during the later of the show's run, when it was uh, part of the new Batman and Superman uh, hour. I see. Uh, Basically, it goes through several shorter episodes where Bruce gets hijacked by Harley and Ivy. Mm. Uh, The Joker attempts to commit mass murder on New Year's Eve while dressed as a football referee. Oh, no. Well... You know, he literally stops the, one of the random bowl games to announce his plans, which, you know, never ends well for wow. him anyways. And then there's the end of that episode where Batman and Gordon are meeting up around 2 in the morning or mm-hmm. so at a random coffee shop in Gotham. And especially with the ending sequence of dialogue, I think was is very poignant with the passing of Kevin Conroy, the voice mm-hmm. of Batman if you can if you can find it, watch that episode because that is very much again a wonderful tribute to uh Kevin Conroy, the actor and the man, in terms of how he brought empathy to the character. Mm.
1: very interesting. Mika Zelda is joining us. Hello, Mika. Has subscribed for 22 months. Wow. You must have one of the longest streaks. (laughs) Uh, Congratulations, uh, and thank you, Mika. Um, We are um, planning to... Possibly, that reminds me, that Mika's here. We may be doing another stream. We're We're planning to do a Saturday night stream of Mario Kart. But also... Monday afternoon, we're p- probably going to try to do a stream with Kesho Cho Cosplay, who is one of the uh, cosplayers of our mascot, Sarah, and soon-to-be a Yumemi, who lives in the UK. So we're going to bring her on on Monday afternoon. And Liz is going to join. Nephew might join. Mika might join. A few others might join. Uh, it's just a stream that we're going to do Monday afternoon east coast time just so it's more convenient for um Kesho Cho. and what we're going to try is jackbox roulette
0: jackbox roulette probably it sounds more lethal than russian roulette to be <laughs> honest or the wheel of enormous proportions uh you mean the crash of enormous proportions <laughs>
1: But the idea is we're gonna sp- try to spin a roulette wheel, and that will decide what the next game of Jackbox we're gonna play.
0: Now that sounds very interesting. If I'm available, okay, and it all depends on, you know, some other things that are going on in my life, including, right, right. you know, you know, getting Mama canuck to various medical appointments, et cetera. Uh I'm I'm curious to see how that works because I'm going. Oh, that could end very, very badly. (laughs) Especially for me. (laughs) Right.
1: But, uh, no, it should be fun if we can uh, pull it off. Something uh, I was experimenting with, Liz, and a few others earlier, we're trying to implement something called uh, Video Ninja. And what Video Ninja is is another way to bring in video sources into uh, our broadcasting software. So basically, the way it works is that um, anybody's web camera who participates with us turns into a browser source that we can then put into our broadcasting software. Um, I tested it out uh, earlier this evening and ran into two issues. Either I could hear my voice echoing onto itself, or when I'm doing the uh, the stream with everybody in the boxes, there's so much lag comes in, and all of a sudden we see our videos falling like five seconds behind our speech.
0: Well, the lag issue could be one of two things. One, it could be your connection. Mm-hmm. Or two, it could simply be that your computer is just not powerful enough to transcode all the data and send it back, right?
1: Interesting. So
0: you're saying in I'm a in
1: for a, for a new CPU upgrade. Is that what you're suggesting?
0: Quite possibly. I mean, I don't know your – I can't remember your setup right now in terms of your CPU. Can you refresh my, you know, little hamster in my head?
1: Oh, boy. You're going to make me go into uh...
0: – Oh, you don't know it offhand?
1: Because <laughs> it's been so long. Uh, I, I, I want to I, say it's a Ryzen 5 3600 as my CPU.
0: That's sh- a few years old. That should be enough, unless you're using the integrated graphics capabilities, in which case, no, I ain't gonna do it. Right.
1: Zoom does not easily integrate with uh, our software. I, I am. I'm kind of finagling uh, us getting Discord, <laughs> and and that's how we can get Neff.
0: Mm, because, uh, I mean, I have a full Zoom license, but that's because I do things like you know off you know and other things where it's like I need full Zoom capability, not the nerfed free uh, Zoom capability. So, right.
1: Um. So, oh. um, I'm trying to think. No, is no much much other way we could do it. Um, the reason we're trying to do Video Ninja is because. Kesho Cho has expressed interest in, number one, simulcasting the stream that we're doing on Monday on her channel, and number two, she also wants to cosplay our new mascot, Yumemi, on the stream.
0: Both of which are very fascinating idea. Yes. <laughs> for, different, for different reasons, of course.
1: So I think the first idea is easy, but yeah, Video Ninja is seems to be causing me a little bit of a head scratcher, if you will. So,
0: hmm, I'd be curious to know what its bandwidth requirements are, because I'm going. The only thing I could think that might be causing a problem is because you don't have a direct connection hmm. to your router, even though a direct Wi-Fi connection. You're using a uh point-to-point wireless right i have a wi-fi adapter yeah yeah and i'm wondering if that may be introducing some lag as well
1: yeah unfortunately with my home setup it's kind of unavoidable hmm
0: yeah i mean i'm i'm lucky in that sense. i'm directly connected to my uh isp supplied modem so it's like right right you know for this for this stuff it's like
1: well, I could get my own internet, but that would, you know, introduce some more additional costs in the whole Ooh. house. So Yikes! No, 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 no.
0: You don't want to do that if you can help it. Right. <laughs> more costs these days is a bad plan.
1: Yeah. But, uh, no, we're going to try to do, uh, as we mentioned before, um, Saturday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, we're going to do Mario Kart Wave 3. Um, oh, and I w- we're going to talk about that real quick during the, the show tonight, Neff. So, uh, real quick, uh, go over the changes that apparently um, there have been updates to Mario Kart that have been separate from the, the new wave of courses.
0: Yes, because with the changes that they've made, you can actually select what power-ups are available, if any, during uh, a race. Ooh. Which of course can lead to all sorts of merry mayhem. Now, one of the reasons one of the things they did though to make sure this didn't turn into utter mayhem is they somewhat nerfed lightning. Mm. Because prior to this update, when you got hit by lightning, it didn't matter where you were, Mm -hmm. disaster would happen. And that included being in midair when you got zapped. You would literally drop out of the sky like a rock. And get located now, to help you out. Yeah, and get, yeah, yeah. But now, no, if you're in the, if you're, like, flying with your gliding capability, you're perfectly fine. Mm. Which I, I can see, because, frankly, there were numerous times where, you know, I'm flying and gliding, and all of a sudden, bzz, yeah. And then Q Neff saying many things he will not say on this stream, because, <laughs> of course, you know, JR would kill him. So, <laughs> needless to say, that that is um, somewhat welcome that that is gone. Mm-hmm. But, um, needless to say, the new courses, I've actually gotten through uh, all the courses myself, the new ones. Mm-hmm. I will be practicing a little bit more because, frankly, I need all the help I can get in terms of, you know, trying to keep up with you folks. <laughs> so, I'm going to be doing a little bit more practicing tomorrow and maybe a bit more on Saturday in between uh, World Cup matches, of course, to make sure that I'm at least, you know, somewhat competitive.
1: All right. As long
0: as JR doesn't decide, you know what? We're going to only have blue shells and lightning. <laughs> if he does that, all bets are
1: off. I saw apparently somebody put out a video of all blue shell
0: run through the baby cart course. Oh, yes, baby park. I played Mario Kart with another group many of whom absolutely loathe baby park because you can go from first to 12th yeah. in the blink of an eye <laughs> now if we ever if we run this course that that course baby park with only blue shells and lightning we're not going to be able to finish <laughs> like it'll literally be a half an hour before anybody crosses the finish line I think.
1: It, it, it it's going to be slow and steady wins the race nobody wants to lead
0: exactly it'll be like you I don't want first. You can have it. No, you have it. No, you have it. (laughs) And, you know, it'll be like the longest race of Mario Kart you've ever seen.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. So Saturday, uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, we'll do that. And then on uh, Monday, as net falls off the screen, uh, Monday, 4 p.m. Eastern, uh, we will do the Jackbox Roulette. And then we'll probably come back at 8 p.m. Eastern to continue Ace Attorney. We're still trying to defend Professor Harebrain. And it's been quite a long chapter that we've been playing in Ace Attorney recently.
0: Yeah, this one, there seems to be a lot more investigation as opposed to actually courtroom antics, which Mm. I think partially goes to the story itself. Uh Uh-huh. Because, of course, as we know, with Lord Van Zeeke's, um somewhat involvement with the defendant, I mean, let me put it this way. If this was a real court, there's no way he'd be there mm. as the prosecutor. None. Right. Conflicto, interesto. Yeah. Gone. But, of course, in the Ace Attorney universe, you know, Common legal prins- principles do not apply, <laughs> which, of course, drives me crazy because of my real job Yeah, where it's like, wait a minute. You can't do that. <laughs> and you hear, you know, nef- gnashing his teeth repeatedly with gusto.
1: <laughs> but uh, no, there will be gnashing of teeth, I'm sure, on Saturday as well. So,
0: well, I, I promise I'll be good. I promise I'll keep it PG, but I may be saying a lot of the words "bologna sandwiches." Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, no, said aggressively.
1: <laughs> so uh, Saturday and Monday, be sure to join us um, uh, on our streams on Twitch, and of course tonight we're going to have what the dub! We have a brand new update to the game uh Neff and Liz and Bree and Cam and probably Flax will join us as well. Uh, anybody else wants to join us, let us know. But uh, that's going to come up here in just a few moments. Uh, we thank you for watching and listening to us. And we go to the closing commentary.
0: If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this uh, podcast or anything you see on our Twitch streams, drop us a line at extremeamiradio at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. To do that, go to linktree.com forward slash anime radio, there you'll find links to our Facebook page, our Twitter account, our Instagram account, our Discord server, and our YouTube channel. And audio versions of this podcast are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio.
1: So uh, be sure to check everything out. And of course, uh, we have the wonderful christmas holiday themed art and cosplays of our mascot sarah and umemi coming up uh, through christmas day uh i have received some new artwork uh over the last few days i've shared it with Neff and liz and a few others and uh i think you'll be happy with what comes out uh from the minds of these wonderful artists so uh please stay tuned for all of that and uh we will now close out the show thank you so much for watching uh We will be back with the podcast probably next Thursday again because next Wednesday I'm probably going to have to pick some people up from the airport in the evening. So uh, if we do the podcast next week, plan on next Thursday again, uh, same time at 8 p.m. Eastern. So we will see you uh, in just a few moments for what the dub, or if you're watching or listening to the podcast, we'll see you the next time we do a podcast. From FMJR, thank you for watching and listening, and remember...
0: Keep on looking out for the Radio Twitch streams, and don't forget, our archived podcasts are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. Good night, everybody.
1: Good night. See you next time. And that's a around-